Hi, Letitia. Just on behalf of us all, I'd like to thank you for taking the time out of your day to answer all of our questions. Simple questions, we'll just run through them. And yeah, I'll hand it over to Annie. Hi, Letitia. I'm Annie, and I'm going to take us through the initial part of our Q&A today. So I have two questions, and my first question is, what inspired you to become a professional shooter? Awesome. Thank you, Annie. So basically what inspired me was probably my dad. So my dad got me into the sport. He was a clay target shooter. And it was just one of those things where I was always at the range with him. I was never competing or I wasn't really interested in guns or clay targets. But um, because I was there so much, I just thought I might as well just have a go and see what it is and what it feels like and if it's fun or not. So yeah, I um, probably uh, shot my first clay target when I was 15 years old and then just got absolutely hooked to the sport. And it was such a lovely thing to compete with my dad every weekend. And then I kind of realised that I was good at it and just set some really small goals and just progressed through there. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I'm doing it for a living. Yeah, it's amazing how things turn out like that. And my next question is, have you faced any challenges to get to where you are today? Oh my gosh, so many challenges. So with professional or elite sport, there's a lot of ups and downs and and that's just the way it goes and it makes you very, very resilient. So I remember in 2007, I made my first junior world championships team and I was so excited to compete for Australia and go overseas and, and see, obviously I wanted to do well and the more I trained so much and I did everything right and perfect in my eyes. And then when I got over there, I came dead last in the world. I came last in the competition and I was so upset. And I remember speaking to my dad and I was like, I just want to quit. Like, I'm so embarrassed. This is the worst. And then he said, why do you do this sport? And I said, because I love it. And he said, well, that's not a good enough reason to quit just because you didn't do so well. So could you imagine if in 2007, if I had a quit, I wouldn't have gone to the Olympics. I wouldn't have won three Commonwealth Games gold medals. I wouldn't be a world champion. So yes, lots of challenges, but definitely worth it. Next question comes from Liv. Hello, teacher. I'm Liv. So my question is, what do you most enjoy about shooting? Thanks, Liv. So what I enjoy about it is the competition aspect. I'm a very competitive person, so I really like the adrenaline and the nerves that you get that come with competition. I also love traveling. So this sport is so great because it gives me so many opportunities to to see so many countries. Obviously not this year, it's a little bit different, but I know last year alone I visited six different countries. So seeing different cultures and, and just going out and exploring. So that sport gives me that opportunity. And Liv also has one more question as well. So, Letitia, what is your favourite breakfast meal to have before a big competition? Ooh, favourite breakfast meal. So, it's really hard when we compete. We go, you know, to so many different countries, so we don't really know what's going to be there or what's available. So, 
if I have the opportunity, I love, especially at home, I love smoothies, you know, blending berries and bananas and milk and, and yogurt, because I think that's a really good on the go snack. So I'll make that at home and then I'll take me to the range. What else do I like? Toast, avocado. Yeah, just things that'll fuel me throughout the day so I tried to eat quite a big breakfast because I don't have a big lunch when I compete because it's just too heavy of a meal so yeah try and have a really strong breakfast and then and then um yeah that kind of fuels me for the day because I, I compete all day so it, it takes it out of you energy wise yeah one of the most important meals the next question comes from Wes thank you hello Tisha I'm Wes um, I have two questions for you today. My first question is, do you have any rituals or routines before you compete? Yeah, good question, Wes. So when I compete, whatever I, it's almost, it's a relates to the breakfast question. So when I get to a country that I'm competing at, whatever I have for breakfast the first day, I then have for the rest of the the week. I don't know. It's it's something that I've been doing for years. It's kind of like a, a superstition, but whatever I have the first day, then I keep eating that for for the continued days. What other routines do I have? Hmm. When I get to the range, I kind of set up my little I guess, workstation, which is where I, um, you know, can relax before my competition. So I have everything like my headphones to listen to music. I used to take colouring books to distract me from the competition so I can just not think about the scores or who's doing what or who's doing well. So, yeah, that's probably about it in terms of rituals or routines. Okay, thank you. Um, My second question is what would you say to any kids or fans that wish to be um, an Olympic athlete in the future? I would say if you can get to the Olympics, it is the most amazing experience because it takes many years of sacrifice and, and a lot of hard work. And I would fully encourage anyone that wants to go to the Olympics to really, really try their hardest. It is hard. It does have a lot of ups and downs, but it's so worth it. And, you know, find a sport that you absolutely love because it does make the challenges a lot easier because it brings it back to at the end of the day you love this sport and that's why you do it so yeah if anyone has any questions regarding that like after this video on on, for me yeah feel free to to kind of ask them to me because I would love to help all of you guys um, be the best that you can be at your sport yeah amazing answer coming from someone with lots of experience the next question leads on with that, and that's from Shire. Um, hi, Letitia. My name's Shire. How often do you train per week? So, Shire, at the moment, it's a little bit unique because of COVID nineteen, um, and there's a few restrictions going on. So, at the moment, I I'm allowed to train two times a week. But previous to COVID-19, I would be training probably three days at the range and then two sessions in in a gym. So with shooting, we don't have to be super athletic or fit, but I feel like the more fit I am, the the more it improves my mental health and therefore the that I can compete at the best I can be. So yeah, I usually do three three training sessions at the actual shooting range and then two sessions in the gym with my um, strength and conditioning coach. 
yeah, you can obviously tell that a lot of time and effort gets you to where you are today. We have three questions from Georgia. Hi, Letitia. How, how long have you been doing this sport for? Oh, gosh, Georgia, I'm going to sound really old. So I have been competing for 15 years. <laughs> That's a lot. What has been your favourite part of it? My favourite part would be meeting a lot of people that I wouldn't have met in if I didn't do this sport. So I have, I've made a lot of really long-term friendships. I've got to travel to countries that I've never been to. I've, get, I've got to meet athletes that I wouldn't normally meet, you know, especially at the Com Games and the Olympics. There's just so many things that this sport has given me and I'm so appreciative for, yeah. All right, that's great. Lastly, how did it feel when you won the gold? So when I won the gold at... When I won my first Commonwealth Games gold, it was an amazing feeling because it kind of proved to me that I could do it. I could compete against these world-class athletes and I was good enough to win. And when I won my gold at the Commonwealth Games in Gold Coast, which was two years ago, that was an unbelievable feeling because I got to do that in front of all my friends and my family and even Will, which is one of your... um, classmates. <laughs> Thank you Georgia. Next question comes from Mia. Hi Leticia, it's great to see you. So how did it feel not going to the Olympics this year? Yeah that's a great question Mia. So I have planned my four years coming into Tokyo. So when um, when you think about Olympic athletes, they have to plan for an Olympic cycle. So that's a four-year period where you decide whether you want to go to the Olympics and then it takes you four years of qualifications and hard work and, and making teams to get there. So I think for a lot of athletes, not just myself, when we got told that the Olympics was going to be postponed or cancelled this year it's something that has really never happened um, in this lifetime so it's very it was very upsetting to to know that you know I'd worked so hard and I'd made the team for it just to be cancelled yeah I was pretty upset but then I kind of realized that I guess with COVID-19 there's you know a lot more bigger issues in the world and and we really have to look after ourselves and our health and our safety so I think it was probably the best thing that they could do in terms of deciding to to postpone it and you know we're almost at the end of the year and and it's it's going to be next year so I guess I have that to look forward to and it's only been delayed a year so I guess I can I've kind of taken the approach that I've got one more year to to train and be the best that I can be for Tokyo next year. Yeah, that would be um, extremely upsetting, but I'm sure you'll do an amazing job next year. The next question, I'm sure we'll have lots of answers and lots of stories, and that's from Zalia. Hi, Letitia. What has been your most memorable moment? Yeah, good question, Zalia. So probably, um, like I said, the Commonwealth Games that was in the Gold Coast in 2018 was my third Commonwealth Games. And I had, you know, won a gold medal in the individual event four years prior at the Glasgow Com Games. So I had a lot of pressure coming into that event. And being a home games, I had all my friends and all my family there watching me, which was unbelievable because 
my family can't travel overseas with me all the time for when I compete and my friends certainly can't. So for them to be there in that moment, and it was actually my birthday as well, to win the gold medal was so amazing. And I was just so happy because I felt like I did it for my family and my friends. Like it it wasn't for me, it was for them. And that was probably the most memorable moment of my career so far. Yeah, that would have to be, especially on your um, birthday as well. That's amazing. The next three questions are from Peppa. Hi, um, I'm Peppa and as Annie said, I've got three questions for you. So the first one is, um, how did your parents support you, your like training when you were younger? Yeah, so my mum and dad were incredible with my training. I was quite a focused kid, so once I put my mind to something, then I really committed. So I wasn't one to kind of dawdle or daddle. It was just once I thought that I wanted to do this and 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 made a commitment, then I would do it. So mum and dad were really helpful in just transporting me everywhere. I mean, I couldn't have done that without them in terms of financial stuff. You know, they paid for everything. And I'm so appreciative that they got to, I guess, see me from you know, a little beginner just trying the sport because my dad wanted me to or and I just wanted to shoot with my dad to go from that to then an Olympian and a Commonwealth Games gold medalist. It's just so cool. And they're my number one fans and I can't thank them enough for what they did for me when I was young to get me to where I needed to be. That's awesome. <laughs> So I've got another question as well. You started your training in Frankston, so have you, had a, have you ever got to go back and see people that you may have trained with? Yeah, so the coolest thing about this sport is I started at Frankston and I still train at Frankston for this, from, like from today. So I, I haven't left that club. I love that club so much and I've made so many strong friendships and it's just lovely to see. And also, as a club, they get to see what my parents saw. So they got to see me as a beginner and, you know, go through the ranks and, and progress to an elite athlete. So, yeah, if you guys were to ever come out to, you know, the, the range with Will or that, I would be there training. So it's cool that people that aren't Olympic athletes can still come and shoot with me. There's no kind of division or segregation. Really cool. Uh, just one more question. What moment did you know that like shooting was like your thing? That's such a good question because because I started it just as a fun thing to do with my dad. I never really, I was never one of those kids that wanted to go to the Olympics. Like I didn't dream of going to the Olympics. It literally just, this sport fell into my lap and I kind of was, was good at it. And I was like, well, I guess... I'm seeing all these other athletes that have all these opportunities to travel and compete. And I was like, I think I want to do that. So yeah, it just kind of fell into my lap. It, it, it's weird to to think that, you know, if my dad wasn't a shooter, then I wouldn't be a shooter and I, I wouldn't have known the talent that I had. So I guess that's probably a really good thing for me to tell you. Just try every single sport that you can. Get, get your hands on as many sports as you can because you just don't know you may be the next Olympic champion at it. Thank you for your time. <laughs> Thanks, Peppa. Thank you, Peppa. Great questions and amazing answers as well. The next three questions come from Gus. Thanks, Annie. Simple question. What's your next big goal? 
Yeah. So my next big goal would be to win an Olympic medal. So I went to the Olympics in 2016 in Rio and I qualified first for the final and then I bombed out in the final and came fifth. So I was really disappointed because I felt like I was shooting really well, but it was just wasn't meant to be. So my next main goal is obviously Tokyo next year and, and trying to bring back a medal. And I would love to do that. And I'd love to come back and see you guys and, and show you a medal from the Olympics. And what are you doing to prepare for the Olympics in Tokyo? Yeah, so lots of training. Um, obviously, it's it's a little bit different this year because, you know, we're not getting that international travel. We're not competing. Um, so I'm trying to do as much as I can at home. A lot of meditation, just kind of getting my mind right, a lot of visualisation, heaps of kind of just, well, doing a lot of fitness at home, lots of walking, just trying to get out of the house. Um, as you guys know, this has been a crazy time and it can feel like there's no end in sight, but especially being in Victoria as well, it's quite hard to see other people in different states training. So I'm just kind of trying to keep a positive attitude and outlook and I'm hoping that the start of next year will be a little bit normal so we can start travelling again and competing. Okay, and last one from me. Have you ever done or thought about coaching or would you like to get into coaching? Yeah, that's a really interesting question because I like to coach like juniors and people that have never like fired a gun before. So like really beginners, but I haven't thought about coaching other athletes or other elite athletes. It'll probably be something that I get into after I finish my career and retire, because I think it's quite hard to do both at the moment, but yeah, definitely an option that I see I could do it in the future. Yeah. I'm sure you would be an amazing coach. Thanks, um, <laughs> the next two questions are from Ziggy. Thanks, Annie. Hi, Letitia. I'm Ziggy. And my first question is, why didn't you choose shooting over all other sports? Why did I? Yes. I think because my dad was in the sport, like I said before, it definitely wouldn't be something that I would choose if I didn't know someone that was in the sport, just because it's a very random and unique sport that you usually get into if a family member or a friend is doing it. But yeah, I did do karate prior to that for 10 years and got a black belt in karate and then after because that was my kind of goal with karate and then after that I decided that I wanted to do another sport and yeah just shooting happened to be the sport that I chose. Yeah nice and my last question is what does it feel like to compete in the Olympics in front of millions of people? Yeah, it's crazy. It's a surreal feeling. Being in the village is just crazy. Like it's it's something that we don't we're not used to because it just doesn't happen. It's it's literally its own little vil village and it has, you know, the most famous athletes around the world in it. So it's it's really weird and then then you have to go and compete, you know, at this event that is the biggest event in the whole entire world at the time and millions of people watching you from around the world. It is quite nerve-wracking and I have to and I remember competing in Rio, I had to remind myself that, you know, I've done this a hundred times before, just the name of the competition is different, you know. So it's just one of those things where it's it's an amazing experience and it's one that I'm so looking forward to next year, but it, it's crazy. Thank you, Ziggy. Great question. 
Um, before we move on to the last few questions, can I ask who is the most, who was your favourite athlete that you've met so far? So when I was younger, in two, when the 2000 Olympics was on in Sydney, Kathy Freeman ran the 400 metres and won the gold for Australia. And I will never forget that moment because it was so inspiring for me. And it was just so impressive because she had, you know, a stadium full of Australians just barracking for her. So the pressure on her would have been just incredible. It was probably maybe five years ago that I met Kathy Freeman and she's just an amazing athlete and an amazing person and very, very inspiring. So probably, yeah, meeting her was quite, quite cool. Yeah, that would have been amazing. The next three questions come from Will, which you already know. Thanks, Annie. So my first question is, has being an Olympic and a Commonwealth Games participant impacted you as a person? No, I don't. I don't think it has impacted me as a person because I'm just like every single other person in the world. I don't, it's actually, Will, that's a really good question. I think, oh no, in saying that, so being an Olympian, I think makes me want to be a really good role model for people like you, for kids that maybe don't know where they want to go with their sporting career or what they want to do. So, you know, if I was an Olympian or Commonwealth Games athlete, I probably wouldn't know the impact that Olympians have on people. Because I remember when Russell Mark, who was also an Olympic gold medalist in shooting, he came to my school and this was years and years before I was even shooting or even knew what shooting was. And I was just in awe of him because, you know, he'd been to the Olympics and he was an athlete and he had a gold medal. So I just think I can do a lot of good to to kids in just, you know, giving them tips and, and helping them along their way. Oh, yeah, that's a great answer there. So my second question is, what was the hardest competition that you have ever competed in? Ooh, the hardest competition. God, Will, you've got some good questions, buddy. The hardest competition that I've ever competed in. Yeah, I'm. it's funny. It's probably the one, the Commonwealth Games one in 2018 because I felt that I needed to win. So I put that pressure on myself when really my friends and family didn't care if I won or, or, or lost. They just wanted to see me there doing my thing. And I wasn't shooting great either so you know I had to shoot off to make the final and it was like a sudden death shoot off and then in the final you know I was last and I had to to get to first so that was probably one of my hardest ones because I wanted to do it for someone else and sometimes the more you want something the less you get it so yeah that was probably the hardest one. All right uh, thanks my last question is how did you feel when you got that phone call to let you know that you made the Olympic team? Oh my gosh. So I burst into tears because my coach was really, really cruel. He rang me on a Skype and he goes, look, I'm sorry to tell you that you're going to have to put up with me in Tokyo. So when I heard that I'm sorry, I was like, oh no, I haven't gotten in. I haven't made it. And then I was like, hang on, what? I was like, oh my gosh. And then burst into tears and then he burst into tears So it was actually really, really cool. And we were currently in the first lockdown when that had happened. So it didn't make lockdown seem too bad. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. That's a good answer. 
Okay, thank you, Letitia. Um, amazing questions, Will. We've actually come to the end of our questions for today. Does anyone have any more questions before we um, wrap up our Q&A? Kira said, who is your coach and are they good slash do you like them? Yes, so um, I have two coaches. I have a personal coach who is Russell Mark, who is great because he's been there and knows exactly how everything works in the shooting world and at the Olympics. So he's great, you know, for me just to speak to when I'm not feeling great or I'm struggling or stressing. Um, and then we have our Australian coach who oversees all the Australian shooters and that's Rich Salmon. And he has been fantastic as well. I really, really like him. And I think it's important to like your coach because you have to have that, you have to have that rapport with them. You have to trust them. They have to trust you. So yeah, I like, I like all my coaches. Yeah, you would um, be spending a lot of time with them as well. To finish our program up, I'd like to hand it over to Gus. Thanks, Annie. Uh, yeah, thank you, Letitia, again for taking time out of your day. You didn't have to do this, but you did, and you helped us answer all of our questions and queries about the Olympics and you being an Olympic athlete. So just amazing again to hear from you, and good luck in Tokyo. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate everyone asking these questions. It was quite professional. I'm very impressed.